Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. Hello, you beautiful humans. I hope you are having an amazing day or evening wherever you are, whatever time it is in this world for you. This is an episode that I have been asked to do several times and I just haven't sat down to record this particular topic and I thought now is a really good time to do that. I feel like, you know, everyone's wanting this advice and this insight and I mean, as a medium, I have a lot of experience with intuition and channeling and visualizations and meditation and things like that. So I thought that we would talk about that today. Before we get into the episode, I do just want to share that the fake accounts have been back again. Uh, This is an issue that I had in 2022, I think even maybe in 2021, but 2022 and earlier this year where people are impersonating me, stealing my photos, making accounts that have like a variation of the Mads Mess spelling um, with either like hyphens or underscores or periods or just like whatever. And I just want to remind you guys that Mads Mess, M-A-D-D-S-M-E-S-S, as it is, the account that is linked in these show notes is the only Instagram account I have. I will never be private. I will never request to follow you. I will never offer you a reading. My readings are actually currently closed and there's a wait list, which you can also add yourself to in the show notes. The link is there. I will never make spicy content. If you listened to last week's episode, you know that. So I thought that that was very funny this weekend when I saw that someone was um, promoting like an OnlyFans under my name with my photos, which is just, um, actually, I'm pretty sure that's illegal where I am. So I believe the account has been taken down, but um, yeah, it's actually, I think that's illegal because it involves nudity and I need to look into that. (laughs) I need to look into that. Um, but yeah, so just a reminder, like I will never reach out to you for those things. I will never make a backup account. The, like, it's just, it's not a thing. Um, so please be aware of scammers and spammers and please report them if you find those accounts. Um, and again, my only account is linked below in the show notes. So That all being said, let's dive into our topic on intuition, getting visualizations in meditation, synchronicities, and how to kind of follow your gut because I've been getting a lot of DMs about this and I think we just need to talk about it. So at the core, intuition is simply your soul or also known as your higher self speaking to the human part of you and if this sounds very confusing i would really urge you to go and listen to the episode on the podcast it's in like the first 10 episodes i believe and it's titled ascending through the dimensions of consciousness it's really important that you have an understanding of the dimensions of consciousness and how human beings are multi-dimensional so various dimensions and how each of these levels of or dimensions of consciousness actually are attributed to different states of awareness within the self so a quick recap on that i'll go through now but if you want the like full understanding which i encourage you to listen to because it's actually quite fascinating and and i feel 
also just very enlightening, go ahead and listen to that episode. I'll, I'll leave the title of it in the show notes as well. But basically, your first dimension of consciousness is survival consciousness. And the moment that you were born and you exited the womb, you graduated from that state of consciousness. But this is going to be attributed to your fight or flight response here in the physical and your biological function. So the fact that your heart is beating, the fact that you're breathing and you don't have to pay attention to any of that stuff, that is just a part of your your genetic coding and how the biological human works. That is first dimensional consciousness. Second dimensional consciousness is what, where you're at from the time that you were born until about seven years old. And this is emotional consciousness. So this is your inner child. This is the part of you that allows you to feel and have emotions. And then around seven, eight years old, you start being programmed and really conforming to societal beliefs and constructs and religious beliefs and um, parental beliefs and intergenerational beliefs. And you, you become conditioned you become socially conditioned and socially programmed and that creates your ego and as we've talked about on the podcast before there's also an episode on this of all about your ego your ego is not your core personality your ego is who you were taught to be who you felt you have to be who you feel you have to be and in a healed state your ego is who you are going to be to the world it is your social identity your social role and your social contribution your core personality is actually your rising sign which is more highly connected to both your inner child and your soul self that's a whole conversation for another time moving into the fourth dimension we have the heart chakra space sorry the third dimension is your solar plexus by the way Um, so this is like doing things being productive and um, having mental faculties the the third dimension is having mental faculties and an awareness that you are a single individual being and that you are like autonomous in in some way, but still socially programmed. The fourth dimension is the heart space. And this is your capacity to heal intergenerational conditioning and trauma and to ascend into the vibration of unconditional love into unity consciousness. People do not stay in the fourth dimension. It is simply a bridge to get from third to fifth. You want to, the, the goal is to live in a full authentic expression of self, which is the fifth dimension. And the fifth dimension is your throat chakra. This is your core identity. This is when you will be most in alignment with your higher self or your soul, however you refer to it as, your best self, your future self, whatever terminology you want to use for this part of you. I typically say soul and higher self. That's that's how I'm going to go through it in this episode. And this is where you're going to feel like you're very much in your rising sign, but using your sun sign to show up in the world and to contribute to the world in the ways that your soul had planned for this lifetime. It also means that you're going to live by your own set of expectations of self rather than the expectations that other people have for you. So maybe this is not going to college and instead traveling the world or starting a nonprofit, or maybe it is going to college and, you know, doing what is maybe more typical in society, but doing it in a way and from a place where it feels very in alignment with who you are in your truth. There's no there's no right or wrong way to live a fifth dimensional lifestyle so long as you are doing it because it is fulfilling to you, because you want to, and, be, and if it is offering love and peace and goodness for the collective at large. Moving out of the fifth dimension into the sixth dimension, this is your third eye chakra. This is a very large seat of intuition 
again, this is not where people will reside consciously because the sixth dimension is like parallel perspectives, parallel timelines, quantum leaping and things like that. It's really just when we look at it on a macro scale rather than the individual consciousness, like the human consciousness or a being's consciousness. And we look at it more in terms of how we differentiate this is physical is horizontal versus vertical consciousness. So vertical consciousness is you moving through your own dimensions of consciousness and horizontal consciousness is, um, is like cosmic body. So obviously on earth, we live in the third dimension. Obviously that's also ascending into the fifth dimension. We can talk about that another time. Again, this makes a lot more sense when I go into it in the episode of the dimensions on the podcast. So go ahead and listen to that. But in the sixth dimension is a very strong seat of intuition. It allows you to see things with a more objective standpoint or a complete objective standpoint. It's when you remove yourself from a situation and can see literally every effect that is taking part in a particular circumstance, relationship, or event, or potential outcome or possibility. And then moving into the seventh dimension, this is your crown chakra. This is your pure connection with your higher self, with source, with the divine, with higher intelligence, cosmic intelligence, universal intelligence, whatever it is that you want to call it. And this is also a very powerful point of intuition. Now, it's very important to recognize that you do not need to go through an awakening to be tapped into your intuition. However, going through a spiritual awakening is going to help you hear and understand your intuition better because going through a spiritual awakening means to tap into and embody your fifth dimensional self, getting into throat chakra energy. And your intuition is also something that is going to have been silenced, shut down, gone undeveloped through your social programming. Like we're not taught about this, right? So the more that you go through a spiritual awakening and you heal and you release your wounding and your trauma and you heal your ego and you integrate your ego into your higher being, your higher self, your authentic self, you're going to be able to clearly hear and understand your intuition. And that is what's going to allow you to create a life that is very fulfilling for you, like your dream life energy. That's where that comes from. Now, taking it even Further, going through a kundalini awakening, this is what mediums and energy healers and um, spiritual guides go through. And this is the activation of all the dimensions of consciousness within the human being. And that is basically just intuition on crack (laughs) in a non-drug kind of way. Like it's just intuition at its highest level. And, you know, that's that's it's a whole other thing mediumship is a whole other thing and i feel like we could do a podcast on that separately today i want to focus very much on just the intuition that everyone has that everyone can tap into and everyone can hear and learn and get connected with within the self so through these different levels or dimensions of your consciousness your intuition is going to speak to you and it speaks to you specifically in four dominant ways and these are called the mediumship clairs and oftentimes people have experience with this before they go through their awakening whether a spiritual or kundalini awakening like you you know what this sounds like you'll know if you've experienced this 
but the most common one is what's called clairsentience and this is clear feeling and that's that gut feeling that people get you know when you go to a bar and you're like there is something off about this guy like he's not doing anything inherently wrong but there is just something within your gut that's saying like I cannot be alone with this person that's your intuition that's your clairsentience, that is clear feeling. And this is going to take place in your stomach, in your lower gut, and in your upper gut. Typically, in the upper gut is like a warning or a sign of anxiety. And if you want to know the difference between anxiety and intuition, I'm going to link my blog article also on this topic in the show notes as well, just because I really dive into it on that. And then in the lower part of the the abdomen, closer to your sacral chakra, so underneath your belly button, this is going to be like really good feelings. And sometimes, most times, your gut feelings are not going to make sense until after the fact. And your, your gut feelings are going to feel very, very subtle, not very loud, because intuition is certain, assured, and quiet, typically. It's, it's just very soft. As where anxiety is very alarming. Now, again, when you're getting like a bit of a warning sign, it might feel a little bit stronger, but it's not going to feel like a big trigger. And so the way that you can just kind of offhandedly determine if what you are feeling is an anxiety or trauma trigger versus intuition is if it's overwhelming all of your senses and you're like getting that like rapid breathing and that heart rate and that gut sinking feeling, that's a trauma response most typically. And if it's just this feeling of like, fuck, like I don't know what's off, but there is something off about this situation, this person, this opportunity, whatever it is, that's your intuition. If you can relate it back to a trigger, it's your anxiety and trauma response. If it's just this thing that you can't really understand or know, it's your intuition. The other common feeling or way that intuition speaks to you is through what is known as clear knowing or the clare of claircognizance. And this is the hardest to explain. And I've had this my entire life and it was very hard to explain until I, you know, really understood the dimensions. But claircognizance is just clear knowing. It's knowing something without knowing how you know it. And that can be really challenging. And I think like to explain to other people. And I think it's very important for those of you with these experiences of just knowing something like commonly, it'll be like knowing what someone's going to say before they say it. And then they say it and you're like, yeah, I knew you were going to say that, but that's like, that's claircognizance or knowing a fact about a place that you've never been to before, or just knowing something and channeling. Like this is the most common way that mediums will channel as well. We just receive information. This comes directly through the crown chakra, uh, the seventh dimensional sphere of consciousness. And it can be really, really hard for the ego to understand this because it's just a knowing. Intuition is hard for the ego to understand because regardless of whether you just know it in terms of thought form or know it in terms of feeling, like a gut feeling, your ego will struggle because your ego is like, okay, but I don't understand how I know this or why my gut is saying this. I just know what it's saying. And I think the biggest takeaway from this episode and what you can learn about intuition is just listen to your intuition. You will get the answers after the fact. And this is, this is a tried and true you know, effect of intuition is it doesn't always make sense in the moment, but when you listen to it and you follow through with it because it's your soul's higher guidance to you, you end up getting the clarity after the fact and you're like, oh, that's why I made that decision. Good or, 
you know, it, like a positive decision or like maybe a decision that was hard to make. Like you're going to realize after the fact why you did that. And I promise you, your intuition, you'll always be happy that you followed your intuition. And also the reason most people distrust their intuition is because they've ignored it before and something unfavorable has happened and then they're scared of their intuition too sometimes but when you follow your intuition I promise you you're going to end up in a better place even if it's a hard decision to make because your intuition is literally your soul your higher self the version of you on the other side the part of you I should say it's not the version of you it's the the part of your consciousness that remains on the spiritual side and spiritually connected that can see the things that your human perception cannot And so it's always guiding you into the best decision for you. And then the two other types of intuition are clear hearing, clear audience, and clear clear seeing, clairvoyance. So clairvoyance is something that a lot of people will experience in um, the beginning of their intuition as deja vu. And deja vu is basically like a golden nugget from your higher self saying, you have arrived at a checkpoint in your incarnation. You are right on track. This is perfect. It's like, it's like pre-implanting memories as a soul in the individual soul contract, like in your earth incarnation contract, so that you can remember, even if you're not consciously humanly aware of it, that when you get to that checkpoint and you have that deja vu experience, you know, on a, at least on a subconscious level that you're in the right place at the right time on the right path, doing all the things that you need to be doing. I call them golden nuggets. I think it's super cute that way. Um, And so this will be just like seeing something that feels familiar or experiencing something that you feel you've done before, even though you haven't. Um, This will also be having like dreams and premonitions and dreams and psychic dreams. I know so many of my clients who have dreams that are psychic and they're like, I don't understand. Um, How am I doing this? And it's just, you know, whenever you're in sleep, you're back on the spirit side or a level of the spirit side. And so your soul can, can kind of, you know, create these scenarios and show you these future scenarios that you will be able to remember upon waking up in your conscious mind in in the morning or whenever you wake up after your sleep or your nap and then clear audience is a little bit more rare but this is clear hearing and this is basically receiving information based off of environmental sounds um the most common that i would say it comes through is like if you listen to um a song and you've never heard it before but you just know like it's coming from your loved one who has passed away um and you just feel like all of this emotion connected to it that's super common as well or if you're thinking of something walking down the street and you're wondering oh should i do this or should i not and then you like loudly hear you know a group of people just exclaim yes very very loudly at the same time that you were thinking that that's also a sign from the universe of like answering your question and your higher self basically answering your question through your environment that one's a little bit more rare i haven't really received dms about that from from you guys listening because this is a listener requested episode so i'm just going through everything that i've pretty well received questions about but those are the the four main clairs and there's more about that on the article that i wrote i'll link that below but these are different ways that your intuition will speak to you and like i've been saying your intuition is just your higher self So there is, whenever you, how do I explain this in like a very simple, digestible way? You are a multidimensional human being. You have variable dimensions or levels of consciousness that you can tap into. 
And the more that you ascend those dimensions of consciousness, seriously, you just got to listen to the dimensions episode because this is, this is kind of like a part two of that, I guess, in, in its own way. It's like a little, little side conversation to that. And it's going to make a lot more sense to you listening to this after you've listened to that episode. But basically, as you ascend through these different dimensions of your own consciousness, you get closer and closer and closer to the frequency and the level of consciousness in which your soul, aka your higher self, resides in. I hope that makes sense. And so the more clearly your intuition is going to speak to you, the more clearly you're going to be connected to your intuition and the more apt you will be to follow it because it will start making more sense to you because you'll have a developed relationship with your higher self. And to have a trusting relationship with your higher self and your intuition, you also need to have a good relationship with your inner child, your second dimensional consciousness, and your ego, your third dimensional consciousness. And I teach all about this in my course, A Happy Human. It literally brings you through the process of differentiating all the different dimensions of your own consciousness, what their role is, how all of it is you in one being, and how you can heal your inner child and your ego and integrate them so that you can be your highest self, like the best version of yourself, the most soulful, true version of yourself. And I think when people hear that, they're like, oh my God, I have to start like buying tarot decks and and be like a spiritual hippie. That's not what it is at all. For some people, yeah, sure, that might be the path that their soul has chosen to take, but that's not the case for, I'm I'm honestly going to say like the majority of people. Um, Being your highest self and being the purest expression of your soul means to live a life that is completely autonomous, that is soul fulfilling, that is full of love. And is trusting in your self, not just as a human being, but as a soul and in the universe or whatever greater thing you believe in at large. So that's what that is. Now, connecting with your intuition and your higher self is going to take you some effort. It takes learning, it takes practice, and it takes serious development. And there are people who are born more intuitively connected, more spiritually connected than others based on how they've gone through their awakenings and their ascension process in previous lifetimes. So there are people who are born switched on. There are people who are born, quote, switched off. And it doesn't really matter where you are. Either way, you can develop your intuition to great heights and a great connection. But it takes, it takes time, it takes effort, and it takes um, persistence. And to do this, you have to get quiet in your mind. The only way you are going to get to know your intuition and hear your intuition and be able to trust your intuition is if you know the difference between what your intuition sounds like, what your ego sounds like, and what your inner child sounds like. Again, I teach this in my course. It's very, very in-depth. Like If I could explain this to you in 30 minutes, I would, but it's so much deeper than that. It's so much more complex than that. So I will leave the info for that below and you can use code COSMIC at checkout, save some money, a little podcast discount for you. But if you don't sit in your mind and you don't quiet your mind and start differentiating all these different parts of your mind that do sound different, like I'm not going to say they're different voices in your mind, but they kind of do sound like different voices because they're different parts of your mind or in other words, different parts and different dimensions of your own consciousness. And so you have to first be able to sit in your mind and reflect in your mind and ask yourself, hmm, why do I feel that way? Hmm, why do I think that? Hmm, where does this thought or feeling come from? Hmm, 
can I, me, <laughs> um, where, where did I learn this? How do I feel about this belief, this thought, or this feeling? Is this a thought, belief, or feeling that I want to keep? It takes a lot of introspection to go through this. And I have a meditation. I have several meditations that can help you with this. I will link them below as well. But meditation is what's going to be able to help you. Is, was, that, was that proper English? I don't think that was proper English. But in other words, Meditation will help you to quiet your mind and help you learn to sit in your mind and release the fears of sitting in your mind so that you can get to know these parts of yourself and thus get to know your intuition and start listening to your intuition. Now, one of the questions that I got um, recently was, how do you interpret the visuals that you might receive in meditation? Some people... Meditation is pure thought. Some people, it's pure feeling. Some people, it's pure visuals. And for some people, it's a combination of all of those things or a few of those things. There is no wrong way to go through meditation so long as you are sitting in your mind and engaging with your mind and trying to better understand your mind, okay? But specifically for visualizations in meditation, you might be shown things or see things that your human ego is like, am I making this up? And the reality is in meditation, there's two realities here. One, your brain does not know the difference between like imagination and memory. So this can be very confusing for the ego. But what I will say, especially when it comes to past life memories, because I've been getting some messages about that as well, you, past life memories are connected to emotion. And this is one thing that I remember when I was a kid and I started getting past life memories and I had them is, and even throughout the the more recent lifetimes that I've, I've remembered, they are always so charged with emotion, good or bad emotion. Like they're always so charged with emotion that it's like an imaginative thought would not provoke or elicit such an emotional response. And so the same kind of goes with anything that you're seeing and feeling in meditation is if it weren't actually happening and it weren't actually real and an actual insight and connection with your soul or the universe or your guides, it would not elicit an emotional response in you. So I think that's important to recognize as well because a lot of people, especially those who do my higher self meditations, they'll be like, I literally felt or saw my higher self. Like I literally, like for the first time ever and they feel so overwhelmed with love and emotion and connection to themselves and they're like how do I know that that was real and it's like well you wouldn't have felt that way if you were making it up because the one thing that does differentiate the chemical responses in the brain although the brain cannot consciously or subconsciously differentiate the difference between imagination and memory what will happen is that the memory will elicit a very emotional response and the imagination won't. The imagination is kind of like a fun and flirty vibe as where the memory is like, oh my God, like I remember this and that remembering becomes very emotional. And then for anyone who is wanting to go deeper with that and receive confirmations, then you can just ask for signs and synchronicities. And I always recommend that when you're asking for signs, for, from your spirit guides or your higher self or you know a pass on loved one that you always preface it with in the highest frequency of love I am asking whomever on the other side your higher self or whatever to please show me 
this sign, this symbol. And you want to get as specific as you can and pick something like rather rare. Um, you know, asking to see angel number 111 or 222 or, you know, really common like angel numbers like that. Eh, I wouldn't say that that's like, it, mind you, seeing those things is the universe speaking to you. But if you want like a very direct sign on something very specific that you're inquiring about, ask for something really fucking random, like really fucking random. I had a client once who asked to see from her higher self a sign of a character from a movie that was like, like, like so like, just like a very, like honestly improbable that she would see it. She was driving one day on the highway and it was on someone's license plate which I've never seen characters on a license plate before, but this was also like a character that like just, it was so weird. Um, and I remember her messaging me being like, oh my God, this is like last year, I think a year and a half ago this happened. Um, she was like, oh my God, like what are the fucking signs of that or chances of that sign showing up? Um, so I always recommend like getting as specific as you can. The biggest thing when it comes to trusting your intuition is making time to hear it, making time to explore it. And there are, it's really cool, um, on TikTok, there are these like intuition tests that you can do. People make these reels. They'll be like, what color is the crystal that I'm holding? And it's actually fascinating. I get them right every time, which is still shocking to me. I don't know why it's still shocking to me, but I get them right every time. Or like, what's the number beneath this sand? And it's a really good way to learn how to differentiate your intuition versus your ego. Um, again, understanding the mind and learning how to heal your ego and your inner child so that your intuition can come through more clearly and so you can trust your intuition more is a huge part of this development work and connecting. And I, I really urge you to consider like what practice that would be good for you to do that I have the inner child meditation the ego contemplation meditation and the higher self meditation on my website so you can get to know all these parts of your mind um, but if you want to get into all the technical and then also you know revolutionize your life life and start making decisions that align with your intuitive self your most authentic self your happiest, most fulfilled self, then like I mentioned earlier, a happy human, my do-it-yourself coaching course is linked in the description. But yeah, I feel like that's all I really have to say about this. I don't know. I'm feeling very like chilled out on this topic. I feel like maybe if there are questions, then we will answer those. Maybe I'll actually go put a poll up right now on Instagram. And if there's any questions, then I will add them into this episode. Okay, so editing Mads here. There are some questions from the Instagram poll that I put up or the question box that I put up. And I feel like some of it I've touched on, but maybe this is an opportunity to go a little bit deeper, get a little bit more clear. Somebody asked how to differentiate if it's intuition or anxiety. I feel like this one's like pretty to the point in what I said earlier, anxiety and intrusive thoughts and triggers and trauma responses are going to feel very loud and overwhelming as where intuition is going to feel very calm and assured, even if you don't exactly know what is coming through or why it's coming through. It's like this nagging, subtle feeling within as where anxiety is like all consuming, very loud and very disruptive. 
Somebody else asked, what are some daily practices to help strengthen your intuition? Beautiful question. I, I love that. Honestly, it's kind of what I said earlier. You need to sit in your mind. You need to learn to differentiate your ego versus your inner child versus your higher mind more specifically your ego versus your higher mind because they're they're quite different and sometimes the ego will interject and be very loud and kind of act as that higher guidance sometimes um depending on how your ego has developed and the things that you've been through in this life Um, and that's why it's so important to get to know your higher self and understand how subtle the intuition will be and how quick it comes in as well. So practices that will help with this are journaling out your thoughts every day and sitting and reflecting of like, okay, what's my ego's perspective on this? This is usually going to be a very, very charged, subjective perspective. And the higher mind is usually going to have a very calm, expansive, objective perspective on things. And we'll have a lot of advice for you, a lot of guidance, a lot of like maternal type of energy, regardless of your sex or gender. Meditation is obviously very important. Um, I always find it, I don't want to say funny because I don't want to like shit on anyone, but I always find it a little silly when people are like, well, I don't hear my intuition like I can't hear it and I ask them well have you sat in your mind and tried like have you sat in meditation they're like well no and it's like your intuition is the spiritual part of yourself so if you're not engaging in a spiritual practice you're not going to hear it Um, and I feel like that's just case in point in in that and then also connecting with nature I read a quote the other day was it from Nietzsche no who was it by I don't know but I saw this quote the other day And it was basically along the lines of the more strongly you connect with the earth, the more strongly you will connect with your intuition. And I I fuck with that really hard because there was a day earlier this summer where I was just feeling emotional and ungrounded and I was just having a bit of like a hard time. And, you know, obviously I've been on this grief journey, which has just been a whole experience. And I went outside and I sat and I took my shoes off and I placed my bare feet on the grass and I could literally feel the earth's energy like mother earth's consciousness and I got so much insight and guidance and I channeled so much and I really do feel like connecting with the earth is a beautiful way and connecting with animals as well as such a beautiful way to tap into your intuition especially with animals yeah And then is there anything else in terms of connecting with your intuition? Yeah, a grounding practice is going to be really important because whenever you're so up, and I get this and a lot of like spiritual healers will get this as well, of like when we're way too up in our channel, we can feel very, very floaty. And the same is true for people who like aren't in this profession is when you get too in your head or too dissociated, you get very, very floaty. So it's really important that you come back into your body and you have a grounding practice. And there are some really great grounding meditations on the YouTube channel called Great Meditation. I really, really recommend that you check them out. They're free and they're all 10 minutes and they're just incredible. And then the final question here is how to know if it's intuition or just thoughts. That's similar to like the anxiety thing of like your thoughts are going to be very forefrontal and loud and like large and in charge and your intuition is just going to be there. The other thing is that 
intuition, and this is important for those of you who have clear cognizance, like clear knowing, it comes in so fast. I think I've said this on the podcast before when I've talked about my mediumship, but in the time it takes you to think the, the word blue, your higher self, and in my experience, my higher self can download an entire page worth of a concept in the time it takes you like in less time in all honesty in less time than it takes you to think of the word blue which is like insane right for the ego to to conceptualize but it's really that quick like us especially because clear knowing I think people also think clear knowing and clear cognizance is words it can be don't get me wrong it absolutely can be but more often than not that's not the case it's literally like someone plugged in a usb to a computer and a bunch of files opened up and you were able to read every single detail of those files in milliseconds that's what it is and this is why clear cognizance fascinates me so much because it's just it's that powerful of intuitive guidance and it's something that i feel incredibly um blessed to to be able to explain and have firsthand experience with but Intuition is going to be very, very quick, but also very like quiet and subtle. It's so complex. (laughs) And then your thoughts are going to be, again, like just large and in charge and there and slow. Like it takes it like, like I said, like if you can just conceptualize, like, like just take a moment, think of the word blue and then imagine someone just downloaded like the entire concept of interdimensionality to you. Like that's how quick it is. So that's the differentiator that I would say is there. Um, and yeah, I feel like that's all of the questions. I, you know, I hope everything was answered in this and I hope that you can deep dive with the article. The reason I have put most of this into a blog article is because I want it to be something that you can like bookmark and save and take screenshots of and reference back whenever you're having those moments of, you know, is it anxiety? Is it intuition? How do I know it's my intuition? So that will be linked below and I will let you get back into the rest of the episode and whatever else I had recorded. (laughs) I think that that is where we can leave it. It's pretty to the point. Like that's the thing. It's like, it's really like straightforward and to the point. So I don't know what else to bring into this, but I will link my blog article below as well with a bunch of information on connecting and how to differentiate them. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this shorter episode. Um, I think we have a guest next week. Let me just see what the calendar is saying here. I don't even know what day we are. And also why the calendar is wrong. Yeah, I believe, oh, maybe not next week. I don't think we have a guest next week. I think it'll be the week after. But we have an incredible guest coming on for human design, and I'm very, very excited about that because it's something that I've been wanting to learn more about. And you guys absolutely have been eating up my episode from last week with Melissa about women's sexuality and sensuality, defying patriarchal ideologies, and just embracing and loving your body. And I'm so, 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 so happy about that. And I also want to thank you guys for an insane amount of downloads last week. Literally reached our highest downloads day since this podcast has been up and running. Uh, We got 703 downloads in one day and over 1,500 downloads in the course of three days, which is just like insane to me to know that this community is growing so much and that I just get to 
has such a beautiful impact on all of you. It's really, I cried for days about it. Just like, I know I sound super chilled out about it right now. I'm in a very zen, very, very zen state. It's been a very restful weekend. Um, But I literally cried about it for like three or four days. And I just can't thank you enough for allowing me into your hearts and into your lives. And for all the messages that you guys DM me. Um, about the podcast and how it's helping you and inspiring you and I honestly I just feel very privileged to to be here with you it is a dream for me it's something that I literally wished for as a kid and it's something that see now I'm getting emotional and it's something that I know as a soul I planned before I came down here but it is just so fulfilling and I feel like so in awe that I get to be here with all of you so thank you for being here and yeah I absolutely adore you guys and I think that that's where we're gonna leave it for today it's gonna be a rather chill week I don't know what we'll talk about next week um I know there's been a request to talk about my journey transforming my relationship with my body and food so I might release that I feel like that might be a good episode Um, I've already recorded it. I'm just like trying to decide how much I want to share. So that might go up next week. And if not, you guys will hear that at some point. And then we'll also have an episode soon with um, an incredible guest who knows a lot about human design. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If ever you have questions about this, please send them my way on Instagram at MadsMess. Again, the only account I have is linked below in the show notes. Um, Don't be fooled by all those crazy cuckoo heads that are pretending to be me. Um, And as usual, I hope that you have an incredible week. Go be your divine self. You got this. I love you.